and gentlemen, oh, I've just been handed an urgent exciting. and horrifying news story. And I need all of you to stop what you're doing and listen. What's making news around the world? Now, Joey, you know the rules about what's making news, eh? No, I don't know. Sam Hewitt critiques them. Does he? Either tonight, once it's podcast, right. or tomorrow morning. Yeah. It's his baby. Because I know, because Finn actually told me uh, that he doesn't do it while Sam's away. Sam told him, you know what, don't even bother. I- I'm the king of this. <laughs> so obviously he screwed up one time and didn't get another chance. I've never heard back from Sam because I've done it a few times, quite a few times. Well, that's a pass. That's, that's a, pass a pass mark. Massive pass mark. Okay, because now I'm really nervous. Now I've got anxiety. Just worrying because oh. I-, I think a lot about Sam. You know Sam's the only person that can touch me without me freaking out? Really? He's just got like th- like a-, a-, a soothing touch. Like hand on the shoulder, and you just the shoulder. Say that's soothing. Yeah, yeah, like every single time he doesn't mess up once. It's unbelievable. Not even my mum can touch me like that. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Joey, you're a great man. Okay, anyways. Uh, what, what is making news? What's making news? Well, a chip shop worker has started putting on a giant e- uh, sea eagle outfit to scare off sea eagles. Corey Greveson is 18 years old and pockets 200 pounds a day wow. prowling the harbour to defend Mr. Chips in Whitby. He's become a major uh, superstar <laughs> around the dock. People are coming and taking photos with him. He said he once made 72 pounds in tips in one day. It was a wedding party and there were seagulls all over trying to get to them. And he went there, he did his job. There were about 50 people and they all gave him money. So is this Whitby in the United Kingdom? In the United Kingdom, yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, because when you said seagull, I, I was thinking um, manly mm. in Australia. And then you said Whitby, and there's a Whitby in Wellington. But then you said pounds. Yeah, yeah, pounds. So, sorry. It, uh, oh, my God, I've already screwed up, haven't I? Yeah, we're in the UK. No, we're it's in the UK. fine. Summer's about to start, right? He's got the chip shot. He, he's just graduated high school, and he's, he's chucked on the eagle outfit. And he's, he's ready to... He's making more money than I do. Much more money than I do. You'd be an amazing seagull. I know. See, I'd, I'd scare off seagulls by just looking at them. Yeah, They'd, I reckon chuck on a seagull outfit and go down to Mission Bay and St. Heliers and just run up and down. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Maybe pick up some girls on there. Good idea. No, you don't need to. You've got a girlfriend. Well, we'll talk about that later. I've kind, okay. of, I've kind of screwed the pooch a little bit. Oh, um, no. Okay, <laughs> I'm looking forward to that. Yeah. Uh, and other news, um, a man stole a backhoe, which is pretty much like a digger, and uh, drove to Illinois Airport and left it in the car park, and uh, now he's been arrested. Uh, they don't know why. They don't know if he was running late or not, but... Um, the owner of the backhoe tracked it down and arrived at the airports and identified the equipment as um, as being his and it was in fact stolen. Because initially the uh, airport security were confused that there was a digger in their car park uh, <laughs> and it took a while, but it turned out it was also stolen. Oh no. Yeah. And uh, that's not a good one, is it? It's all right. It's fun. Yeah, it's, it's a middle one. You start yeah. strong, you put your soft middle in, and then Good. you finish strong. Okay, well, I don't know if this is a strong one, but I live next to um, a nail sauna. And nail sauna? Like, you know, like people nail do their nails. Salon. Nail salon. But it's like a sauna as well, I think. Like, I see I, I see water. Like, I see water, like... Okay, it's probably just a salon. I'm, I'm digging myself <laughs> a hole. <laughs> but a, a woman in Maine... This is a great story already. A, a woman in Maine, so that this is in the United States, mm. she brought in a raccoon to get its nails clipped. <laughs> and um, and she, was, she was standing 
uh, in reception and she was handing it to other customers and they were hugging it and they even kissed it. Now, there's a little bit of concern that it might have uh, rabies. Yes. And the main department of inland fisheries and wildlife is searching for the woman because it's, in fact, illegal uh, to... Well, to, to to take it into a store, to take raccoons into a store, you can't have either ra- a salon or a sauna. Don't take your raccoon. <laughs> you can't you can't have raccoons as pets. Which, I, which actually I didn't know, but that makes sense. You can't have a possum as a pet. So no, that makes a lot of sense. And your fact of the day, Staffy. Mm. Um, you might have had this one before, but I'm getting frustrated a lot driving around. And I always think, you know how around the city now it's like 30Ks? You can only yeah. go 30Ks? Yeah. And they're like, I remember seeing the stat and it was like, oh, well, go, driving 30Ks, it's only going to take like 50 seconds longer to get to where you're going to get to. Mm. Yeah, but you miss all the traffic lights. Mm. You miss every single traffic light, Safi. I'm not kidding. And so I've, I've looked up the stat. Apparently the average person spends only two weeks of their life sitting at traffic lights. But... Two weeks of your life. That's a lot of time, Staffy. That's a fortnight. Yeah. That's a holiday. Of your entire life. You've missed. You've lost two weeks sitting at traffic lights because Auckland Transport, for some reason, wants me to drive 30 when there's nobody around. Why am I driving 30? You know, here's, here's yeah. something for you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'd love to be able to go 30 kilometres an hour on the motorway on the way home. Oh, I, you do? I do 15. Yeah, right. <laughs> it, ta- it takes me... Actually, it's great we finish at three now. But at four o'clock, if I leave four, half past four, somewhere there, listen to this rest of New Zealand. I live 15 and a half kilometres from the studio, and it takes me between, uh, on a good day, 40 minutes in traffic, sometimes up to 55, to drive 15 and a half kilometres. Yeah, that's horrendous. So that's an average of about 20 kilometres an hour. Well, I now work on the Rural Roundup, and uh, we talk a lot of politics, so I'm going to attack. I mean, although the rural communities don't have the same issue, but the government mm. isn't doing enough on roadworks and roads and infrastructure, and we need more of it. <laughs> Big thing about roads, Auckland. Yeah. Auckland's road network was said, this is me, the town planner here. I feel like the Auckland roading network was set up and built and considered for a city of about... 800,000 people mm. but there's now nearly 2 million and there's if you look at the motorway you can't go wider all you can do is go two story and have a motorway above and I've told the story before I went to Bank- I went to Thailand one year and I went back 18 months later and in that 18 months that I was away they'd built a eight lane highway from the airport, Savannapoom Airport, if you know it, uh, all the way into central city Bangkok, which is about 32 kilometres, they'd built it in 18 months above the existing one. So they had the original road, and then they built another one because the traffic got more, and they said there's still too much traffic. So they built a third one. So it's a three-storey motorway from the airport to Bangkok, and it took them 18 months. Do you know why we suck so much at roadworks? There's not enough of us to fix them. Yeah, right. Make them. It's... It's the same problem we have in New Zealand all the time. There's just not enough people here. Yeah. I mean, if you doubled the population, which I'm not asking to, you'd have twice the money coming in from tax. So you'd get twice the projects done. You'd have a whole lot of workers. But the World Cup, they just, and I'm not saying it's you don't, you don't import labour from the poorer countries, but that's what they did. Dubai Airport, built by um, immigrants, paid next to nothing. 
Yeah, right. Well, I'll make sure I have six kids and uh, and yes, they'll fix it for get you. Get them into construction. Yeah, yeah. They're definitely not going to have a good career. Um, what do you call people that go to the moon in spaceships? What do you call them? Astronauts. Right. What do you call? What do they call Russians that go to the moon? Uh, they're going to call Russians. I don't know. Cosmonauts. Oh yeah, right. China have just sent a spaceship up into space. What do they call Chinese people that go? I don't want this. Uh, I don't know. <laughs> Tychonauts. Oh, that's interesting. So three Tychonauts have just launched exactly an hour ago. One of them's a civilian, a professor at a university, and one of them, it's his sixth trip. It's his sixth trip. Mm. The most wow. tra- space travel human in history. And they're going to be gone for six months. Interesting. Thanks. China's 50 years behind the rest of the world. We don't care about space travel anymore. But I actually kind of do. I think it's coming. Like, there's lots of space shows at the moment. Mm. I Did love you, space. Um, yeah. Last thing, we had a big discussion on the moon the other day, yeah, me, sure. and, me and Sam, because I don't think they landed on the moon in 69. You're crazy. Well, you, you can't say that kind of stuff on radio. We're going to get I fined. Did, I did last time. Well, but here's my reasoning. Okay. In 1963, President Kennedy said, "We'll go to the moon by the end of the decade." They got to 1969. I said, "Geez, we have to, we have to go." But nah. The amount of technology in the world in 1969 was less than is in my mobile phone, and they haven't been since. China have announced today we'll go to the moon by 2030. Same seven-year period with all of the technology, they should be able to go tomorrow. You're wrong. You're wrong. They, they, it was all that effort and hard work in putting the greatest minds on Earth at that time. They tried the atomic bomb 20 years earlier. Of course they could do it. Do you know how far away the moon is? Very far. I, can't rem- I don't know exactly, Steph, but they did it. 240,000 miles. Do you know how far into space they've been since the furthest they've been into space since then? <laughs> how far? 10,000. Because it, take, it costs a lot of money. I can't believe this is what we're getting late to the news for. <laughs> Let's go to the news with Karen. <laughs>